Hi guys, welcome back to the Shannon Show podcast. So today's podcast is going to be a review of Love Island episode 9. So obviously today's episode started off with the aftermath of Amy kind of being very weird about Joe and Lucy. So in the beginning of the episode, she goes up to Lucy, who's with Joe, and she's like, oh, you know, you never hang out with the girls anymore. And then Lucy's like, yeah, like, yeah, I do kind of thing. You know, she says back, oh, you know, you're always hanging out with Joe. And obviously Joe's there. And Joe, like, is telling her to fuck off, basically. Like, she's always with Curtis. And she's literally always with Curtis. So she's, like, such a hypocrite. So obviously, I don't know. She, I, She's just still hanging on to this, them not being the only exclusive couple in the house. It's like, if you're so worried about Lucy and Joe stealing your thunder, make Curtis your husband already if you want to be, like, the... If you want to have the highest title relationship in the house marry Curtis so after that she you know at that point she could have just let it go but of course you know there's nothing to do in the house what are you going to do you're going to start some drama she goes up to Amber and she basically kind of tells, tells her what happens but but fabricates it so Joe and Lucy look like the bad guys kind of feels like a political campaign to like who will be like the poster couple of the house like you know, how dare Joe and Lucy have a good relationship when me and Curtis are supposed to be, like, the exemplar couple in the house. Like, how dare you? Like, I have to ruin this. Or I have to at least ruin everybody else's perception of you so you can have a shit time in the house. And I thought that that was very weird. And, you know, I feel like Amy is turning into Joe from you. I think she's taken over Joe's title and is becoming over very weird and, and possessive of Lucy too because obviously they were quite she says at the beginning of the episode that her and Lucy were quite close so obviously I feel like she feels like Joe has stolen that friendship from her and I've been in possessive friendships before where people are acting crazy like that and I can see I can see I can see like um similarities so I definitely think Amy is is crazy because they start off really nice and then they just start doing very sly stuff and then it just escalates and escalates you know they say sorry and then they cry about it they act like they're the victim and then it just keeps escalating and escalating and then they make try and make you look bad in front of everybody else and make it look like you're the problem and not them so yeah I don't like Amy I don't like her at all but yeah let me know what you think do you, what do you think do you think Amy can redeem can redeem from this or or do you just think she's crazy I think she's crazy at the beginning of the episode we also have that scene with Anton where he basically tells Anna that he finds Molly more attractive than her but still thinks that she's a nice girl and that he has her back and again Anton can get in the bin and I, I just I don't know Maybe, maybe, I don't know what village he comes from, um, from Scotland, but the confidence, I've never seen, I've never seen something like this before. Like to have every single girl in the house consistently not like you, but still have that confidence to tell Anna that she is basically like basic compared to Molly, basically, looks wise. And that he's meant to be this um, Adonis that everyone should everyone should fancy is beyond me 
especially you know he, and then the thing is that he's not he's not even cute he's not even good looking he's barely average and then obviously amber and michael check him on it and he just didn't see anything wrong and i didn't even find it funny it's just like what the fuck like i'm i'm actually really sick of him i feel like the producers keep trying to make him like likable and stuff but i'm i'm kind of sick and tired of him at this point and i want him to go next i prefer amy to anton and that's saying something so curtis checks amy about how she's been like meddling with the whole lucy and joe thing and then she starts crying and basically makes herself the victim and and then she starts saying oh it's because i've never had a boyfriend and all of this rubbish yeah and then curtis apologizes and then like everyone around her saying oh she doesn't need to apologize to joe and lucy because she's made it look like she's done nothing wrong and now i can totally understand why at 26 amy has not had a boyfriend because everybody's done a fucking runner because he's a crazy bitch she's crazy she's crazy and I, I thought it at the beginning, like, maybe she's a bit extra, but progressively, progressively, I'm thinking, I think Amy is a bit crazy, you know, a bit crazy, but this episode can confirm she's one of those manipulative, psycho people that you just need to stay clear from. So yeah, so yeah, I'm praying for Curtis. I hope he's okay by the end of the season. And I hope if they do make it to the end, that as soon as they get out the villa, he runs as far as possible. So Yawanda and Danny are getting closer. I feel like Danny, of course, he's been fobbed off by Molly. Molly decides she wants to be with Tommy. And would you know, Danny suddenly realises that he's got such a great connection with Yawande. Of course, Danny. Obviously, Yawande, I'm not sure if Danny is like 100% her type, but she seems to like him. But my thing is the flirting. The flirting, babe. Like, I'm, I, I need Yawande to step up her game. Like, there were so many points where, in, this, in the episode, where she could have at least gotten a kiss. Like, when he was like, when she was like, oh, why are you looking at me like that? And he was like, like, what? That's when she could have said, why are you looking at me like you're going to kiss me or something? You know, spice it up a bit, girl. You know, she said she's only had one boyfriend, yeah. But I'm sorry, that is no excuse to be sourceless like that. Both of the new girls pick Danny to be their date. Both of them pick... So both of them pick Danny to be their date and both of them pick Tommy to be their date. And then one of each choose... And then one of them chooses Michael and then the other one chooses Anton. So I think... For my first impressions of the girls, I thought perhaps they'd probably get along more with Tommy or Danny. Potentially Michael. Again, I don't think Anton will be successful. So the new girls come in, they make their entrance. It's very stylish, very dramatic, very Love Island. And I don't know if it's just me. And obviously for, for me, Maura stood out. Maura stood out. I was like, wow, she looks really good. She looked way better than she did in her promo video. She looked stunning. And she came in, she was strutting. She was walking the walk. She's holding her head up high. Like, she knows she's that bitch. And I fucking love it. So, obviously, we only saw the first date. And Amora had... Amora had Tommy. And Elma had Danny. From what I can gauge from the dates, 
Her and Tommy really hit it off. Like, Tommy really seems like he really fancied her. Like, he's getting hot. You could tell, like, he really fancied her. And that's the first time I'd ever seen him like that. I feel like the connection with... I feel like the connection between him and Mora was way stronger than what he's had with, with, with Lucy or Molly May. I feel like the connection was... was um, the chemistry between them was instant. And you could see that. So I definitely think Molly May is in danger of getting dumped by Tommy. But I'm pretty sure that her and Tommy are not going to be a thing after this episode. Danny and Elmer had a pretty decent day. It was, I felt like it was quite friendly. I didn't really feel a connection between them. It's quite friendly. I definitely feel like um, Yawande is more attractive than Elmer. She does seem like a nice girl. But I don't think her... Because obviously first meeting it's kind of just most of it is based off of like the energy and you know physical attractiveness I feel like it wasn't strong enough to turn Danny's hair I feel like Danny and your one day are still pretty much on so the episode pretty much ends there next episode is going to be the date with Michael and then the up and the date with Anton and then dates with um Danny and Tommy again so I guess I'm not sure how much of the episode that's going to take off but we also see a preview that obviously Tommy and Molly have an argument and we finally and then like Tommy was actually like talking back to Molly and like being like disrespectful and I've, I, that's why I felt like he, was, he wasn't he was being genuine this whole time. And I think next episode, we're finally going to get to see the real Tommy and I'm here for it. So on Twitter, the general consensus is, is that Amy is doing way too much. But let me know if you thought that she was doing way too much or do you think that she was justified in feeling a bit insecure? Do you think she was justified in doing that a lot? I've seen a few people trying to make excuses like, oh, you know, because of the environment that they're in. But I don't think there's any excuse for it. I feel like even in the outside world, that would probably occur. And as I say, this is probably why she's never had a boyfriend in her 26 years of life. Everybody seems to be um, liking Maura on Twitter. Everybody agrees that she's gorgeous. And I feel like people want her to, to cause havoc in the house and I feel like most of it is because they don't like Molly I don't have a problem with Molly I feel like she's entitled to play the game how she's been playing it it's not like she's been shady about it she's been quite honest with her gameplay so I feel like people are giving Molly a hard time but um I also think that Tommy and Maura have a better connection and again I love the drama so I'm here for it quiet on Elma I think she's been upstaged by Maura to be honest um so yeah obviously every year they do that thing where the girls on the balcony um like judge the girls from upstairs and make little comments I feel like that aspect gets quite boring this whole thing like oh new girls come in let's bitch let's bitch about them from the top of the balcony it gets old and it gets boring so I'm not even going to comment on that yes also follow me on twitter I usually live um also follow me on twitter if you haven't yet I usually live tweet in the episode. My handle is at Shannon Fabuloso. That's S-H-A-N-N-O-N-F-A-B-U-L-O-S-O. It's also in the description. So feel free to tweet me during the episode with your opinions as we watch it live. That's the end of my podcast. I'm really excited to see what happens in the next episode. I think we're finally getting some real 
drama that doesn't seem so um, stretched out and fake and manufactured. So I'm really excited for the next episodes. I guess I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye.